You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. The tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, we are here with you on the BetQL Network. Really enjoy our conversation today on NFL awards, especially most valuable player. Um, offensive rookie of the year, just to put a bow on that, I, yeah, I, I'm of the opinion. I think Houston wins one more game and Stroud plays sure. both. I think, I think Stroud's going to win. Winning season for Houston, I don't see how you give it to Nakua if that's, going to be, uh, if that's going to be the case. We will get to coach of the year and comeback player of the year as we move along. Joey Kanish is going to join us in 20 minutes. Evan Silva joins us one hour from now. I'll give you all our bets for tonight in the power hour, final hour of the show. Also, I need to have some Tums ASAP. <laughs> dum, da, dum, oh, dum, no, dum, we're dums. back to that again. That's oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. I got a stomach virus. It's like, you know, take, yeah. uh, come and hit, hit or miss. My, my wife bullets is during the first hour. It was bad. Yeah. No, yeah. I know you were you were like really thankful. And I was like, man, you must have been in rough shape. I didn't even notice in the first hour. And uh, yeah, my wife's like on vacation with her family and took the kids with her, like to like with her parents and stuff. They have a house up in Vermont for like just a couple of days. And my son, I think today got what you have. And it's it's rough. <laughs> it's, it's just been a rough go up there. Just like, I just keep texting. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, you know, you go on vacation, whatever. And you get like sick on vacations. The That's worst. my we mother-in-law. To... Yeah. She's in Florida. Where, where, She's where got the same go? thing I've got. She went oh, to Florida. Florida. Yeah. Where'd you go in Florida? Anywhere fun? Uh, she goes to Fort Lauderdale. One of her like best friends lives there. And like okay. her sister-in-law, my, my wife's aunt lives in Boca. So they, they all like hang out. She goes all the time. Okay. And like travel sick is the worst too. We were in Vegas in March or in March in uh, September to do the NFL week one show. We land, I'm literally at prime steakhouse at the Bellagio supposed to have like a really nice dinner. And like halfway through the dinner, I just get insane shivers. Like I just can't stop shivering. And like, I know I have a fever and stuff. We had flown all day. I was like, like having dinner with two people who I like really wanted to talk to and catch up with. And halfway through the dinner, like my like filet comes, the potatoes come, the sauces come, like drinks there. And I literally just look at it. I just go, I have to go. Like I have to go sleep like right, like right now. Just the, just the worst. Sick, sick vacation. That wasn't vacation. Like we were there working, but you get the idea. Just travel sick. All that stuff's brutal. So. Yeah. It's when, it, when it hits you, it's just like, wow, it's really, it's like when you're not sick, you're like, ah, it's all right. And then when you're sick, it's like, well, it's actually the worst thing of all time. All right. To get to a, a lot of other stuff over the course of the show, Kanish will join us. Evan Silva will join us. All our and all our bets for tonight as well. Can you want to do Coach of the Year here? Or we want to get to uh... let's do let's do Coach of the Year. Yeah, we'll do Coach of the Year. Um, we uh, we, wanna, we tweeted out. I've been, I've been, we tweeted I've been out polling the video some from MV, yesterday. I've been I've been polling some award voters. By the way, I've got a bunch thing? of answers on different everything. Is there anything about anything in the markets we've already covered that you want to go over right now? 
So not coach and not comeback. I got a note from As we're, one we're person Tim saying further, by the way, just to really just saying, uh, <laughs> saying like Max Crosby should win defensive player of the year. And well, then I, I followed, and then I followed by saying like, do the Raiders have to make the playoffs? And the answer was most likely. So that's, so like right. that was well, your that, point yesterday. That, that mirror, that uh, matches up with what I, that's, it's always nice to have the voters tell you what like you think they're going to do. And then they do it. And it confirms like, oh, I was thinking about how they think the right way. And the Crosby, that, that's like an easy one, I think. It's just, they're just, they're just never going to do that, though. I just, I you don't know, think. I think it's very unlikely. I, Tim Brando's going to join us in just a second. But um, I guess I'll I'll leave with this. So we'll do Coach of the Year later this hour. I, I feel like voters do not want, not that they don't want Jalen Carter to win. I think that they're looking for a reason to bet some, to, to, to oh, vote totally for somebody agree. else, potentially. I think we're just out of time. I think that's the problem. Are we? If Will Anderson goes ballistic the final two games, I think Will Anderson can win. Yeah, but just like, okay, what's the likelihood he does that? I'll really, It's really improbable. He has to get the sacks. He can't just play well. It's tough to get the sacks. Ask Miles Garrett. He's 30 to 1. We'll see. All right. Uh, we'll do Coach of the Year a little later in the show. All our bets for tonight a little later in the show. Comeback Player of the Year a little later in the show. But we are very, very happy to welcome to the program now. I feel like you better you bet family member at this point. He's been on with us a couple times this season. He's been sensational in all of his appearances. Very thoughtful when it comes to breaking down all things college sports. One of the voices of college sports with our friends at Fox Sports, the great Tim Brando on Twitter at Tim Brando. Tim, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Hope you and your family had a very Merry Christmas and early Happy New Year to you and yours. How's it going? We did, and we're in recovery mode now. We <laughs> When you have four grandchildren that are in your house for four days, uh, that that could be the case. But we had a blast, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I hope you guys have a happy new year to go along with it. Well, it's, that, it's like that song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas since was the last line. Like, mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's like there's a little bit of that. Like, you enjoy the time, and then... When when school back? <laughs> January what? January what? Excuse me. Uh, maybe a little earlier than that. Tim would uh, would just love. It's it's crazy. Like you know, we've had you on before and everything, and kind of counting down the days till these college football playoff semifinals. Just such interesting games. We're almost there. Monday, both games. The first one, like we can't wait for. I'm sure you're the same. This Alabama Michigan game at the Rose Bowl. B- betting markets him for the game. Just a very small points. Michigan favored by just like a couple points. So essentially, kind of pick the winner of the game. Do you see it that way? That it's just a coin flip, kind of either team can win type of game, or, or do you have a strong opinion here with how you think Alabama and Michigan are going to play on Monday afternoon? I think it'll be a close game. I do think Alabama will win. Um, so I guess I'm taking underdog here because I think. The uh, the player that you've got to account for that I don't know that Michigan can account for happens to be at the mission critical position, Jalen Milrow. I, I don't know that they have seen a player. In fact, I know they haven't seen a player in the Big Ten like him uh, that uh, offers the kind of dual threat and physicality at the quarterback position that he does. Now, I doesn't say that they don't get to practice against a guy that uh, is equally adept at, at beating you with his legs and J.J. McCarthy, but he's not the physical presence that Noro is. And and their their offense is not nearly as big play-oriented, um, Michigan's, in the passing game as Alabama's is. Um, now, that isn't to say that Michigan can't overpower them uh, with their strength against the run and uh, with their, their defensive backs maybe doing a better job 
uh, protecting the perimeter, setting the edge, and and uh, and bottling Milrow up. It, it can happen. Um, I think the blueprint that maybe a lot of coaches look at would be the game against Texas earlier in the year, but Milrow has really advanced beyond that. And it's that advancement that I think is the is the real catalyst for for Alabama in this matchup having an advantage. Um, you know, ultimately Michigan's got to find a way to diversify its offense again, like they did the first eight games of the year when McCarthy was throwing it uh, very well and very effectively. Uh, the passing game is is pretty much gone away uh, from Michigan, who's been relying heavily on the tight end position. Uh, to be successful. That's not uncommon with what Alabama's gone through in beating Georgia, who, granted, was going up against the Brock Bowers that was uh, was not 100%, but was their number one threat. And so I think Alabama, from a defensive standpoint, has a little bit of an advantage in terms of preparation for Michigan versus Michigan having to deal with Alabama. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday. We are talking the college football playoff semifinals right now with our pal Tim Brando from Fox Sports. Tim on Twitter, at Tim Brando. Tim, we'll get to the Sugar Bowl with Texas and Washington in a second. But you were just talking about, you know, the holidays, having your four grandchildren. And, you know, I you, you, you seem like a really fun guy. What's the most fun thing you did over the holidays, over Christmas, the best thing you ate? Give us, like, something from, like, the Tim Brando life experience that really stood out over the Christmas weekend. Well, there's too many with those kids. I mean, they keep me young. They keep me – people say, gosh, you don't seem like uh, you're a, a man of um, – of senior age, you know, that you, you, you seem like you're a lot younger than uh, your age on television. I'm like, well, I color my hair and I use a lot of makeup and I got grandkids, <laughs> you know, the grandkids, um, the grandkids help keep you young. You know, they, they're like human mulligans to me. I don't view them as grandkids. I view them as my kids. I don't view them any differently than I did my own kids, except when I, when one of them poops in their pants and I, I call for help, you know, Hey, Somebody else needs to do this. Uh, in every other respect, I view them as as the same uh, as my children. They're, and and so they inspire me. You know, they see uh, Big Daddy B on TV, and they get excited about that, and that in turn excites me. Um, we 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 got a snowball pit, uh, like Nerf snowballs, and we got a snowball pit like the size of a of a mini pool that you might get. Uh, for your toddler when you're a kid, and we put just uh, almost three or four hundred snowballs that were uh, were like Nerf balls in in the house, and we had a big uh, snowball fight under the tree. We did that. Uh, we got a nice pool and hot tub at the chateau, and so I was doing cannonballs for them in my uh, in my backyard uh, during Christmas, and. And then having uh, the baby, the young one is about to turn three at the end of February, so two and a half or so, and she was jumping to me in the pool. You know, that's that's our Christmas. That's um, that's that's the fun part. And uh, I hope to never grow up. I may I may get older, but I'm never going to really grow up. You know, I I enjoy <laughs> that part of my of my life. And you know, what I do for a living is a lot of fun. And they sense that uh, when they're watching me. And so now the, you know, the oldest is uh, seven and she's getting curious about, you know, what Big Daddy B does and how I go about it. And, uh, and the six-year-old, uh, the only grandson, he got to go 
in November to uh, Oklahoma for the Sooners and the uh, TCU game on Thanksgiving, and he spent some time up in the booth with his namesake, Spencer Tillman. Is his, uh, he's named for Spencer. His name is Spencer Brando Cruz. And he uh, he came in the booth, put on my headphones, and he was like, well, what do you look at here, Daddy B? What do you look at? What, how do you see the, 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 the plays? And I'm saying, well, the plays will come through here on this monitor. And so, you know, there's a curiosity factor now about what I do from those children. And, you know, that's the fun part. You know, it really, really is. And um, uh, and then they go crazy with the Griswold front yard that we have. We We literally are the Griswolds of our neighborhood. You know, we piss off all the neighbors during Christmas with the lights. So, and they don't go off until about two in the morning. <laughs> you better have some good shades if you're next door or across the street if you're going to be dealing with us in our neighborhood. <laughs> you never, you never, you never know what you're going to get. There's here's, here's Big Daddy B in the hot tub with the snowball pit. Really good stuff there. It's great. Dad, Dad. Nick and I still play video games. We're 40. We don't want to grow up either. I think we're all kind of the same in that way. Tim, we, we only have about a minute, uh, 90 seconds left for the for the other college football playoffs semifinals. I'm going to ask more Christmas questions. Uh, Texas, like a, a small favorite over Washington in the second semifinal game. In like a minute here, 90 seconds, how do you see that one playing out? Washington, I think, is the better team. I, 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 you know, I'm going to go with the underdog. I think Washington matches up with their three-ride receivers. I had Texas uh, – once this year, it was the game where Ewers got hurt against Houston. They had a 21 nothing lead. Houston fought back, almost won the game. It was 24-21 late uh, and and might have been the difference in Dana Holgerson holding on to his job. Uh, Texas's secondary can is a, is a weakness, and uh, Alabama was unable to exploit that weakness because the Texas front was manhandling Alabama's offensive front. Which, by the way, if Michigan does pull it off against Bama, it'll be because their defensive front beats up on on Alabama's offensive line. That's the one advantage they have. But Washington's three receivers, okay, Polk, Odunze, and McMillan are just too much, in my opinion, for that Texas secondary. The only way Texas can win this game is by having its defensive front, Tavondre Sweat, leading the way, plugging those holes, not allowing any run game at all, but Washington doesn't need to manifest much of a run game with those three guys that are making every 50-50 ball an 80-20 ball. The winner of the game, if I'm wrong, and Texas does win, I think the Longhorns may be the most complete team of the four. So the winner of this game, in my view, I know Alabama and, and Michigan is the game everybody's talking about. And the Texas uh, game with Washington is a, is a true undercard. But the winner of that, that game in New Orleans is going to win the national title. Wow, absolutely love it. The winner of the game on, on on Monday night, Tim thinks will win the national championship. Do we can do we get to call you? Can we call you Daddy B, or is that like reserved for your grandchildren? Totally okay if that's the case. But wanted to at least uh, ask. Not, some of my partners call me that now. Yeah, it's it's definitely stuck with me. I'm I'm down with Big Daddy B. Just don't call me. All right. <laughs> so 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 here here's so here's what we need, Daddy B. Like we'd love to have you back on to talk the national championship game after the games this Monday. So maybe we can arrange a tie if you can fit us in your schedule. We would love to have you. But stay well. We'll be in touch. Maybe we can make something happen. If not, that's cool. And if not, hope you have a happy and blessed New Year. And we'll catch up. We'll do some college basketball at some point soon. So thank you very much for the time. Stay well, and we'll talk to you down the line. I'd be happy to do it. Thanks, fellas. Happy New Year. Daddy B, Big Daddy B, Tim Brandon oh, joining man. us here on You Better Than Bet. That's yeah, that's really good. I think he, uh, I think he likes you more than he likes me. He said your name. It didn't say mine. Call me Ken.
Did. A lot of people don't do that. Did. People we've had on the show every week don't call me Ken. <laughs> who's, who's, the worst right defender of that? Right. who's the worst defender of that to you? Who never calls me by my name? Prisco. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Kanish coming up next. Clock will start on the snap. Mullins takes the shotgun snap. He's back. Mullins looking. Pressure comes. Stepping up. Looking. Throwing deep downfield. It is picked up by the Lions. Intercepted. Coming back the other way. Ifatu Malafanwu. This is going to be over. Lions are going to win it. Lions are bringing the NFC North title back to Detroit. The fourth interception of the day delivers for the Detroit Lions. This game is over. The NFC North race is over. The wait for playoff football in Detroit is over, folks. After 30 years, the Lions are bringing it back as division champions. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. John Sterling with the call on the Lions Radio Network. Just kidding, it's Dan Miller. I mean, literally, he all he was just like, he was like, and wait for a division the over. Lions win. <laughs> what if he was just like, wait for playoff football over. Yankees win. The... <laughs> uh, Dan Miller with the call on the Lions radio network. Lions, for the first time since 1993, when it was the NFC Central. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers used to be in that division for the old heads that will remember that one. I know our pal Joey Kanish, very happy. Roar restored. At least for one week until they go to Dallas on Saturday night. Kanish is going to join us in just a second. We'll get back to award markets coming up in 20 minutes. I do have one note on defensive rookie of the year that I want to that I want to bring up. And then we'll get to coach of the year, comeback player of the year. Next hour, Evan Silva joins us as we move along, plus all our bets for tonight in the power hour, final hour of the program. But joining us right now, the great Joey Kanish. Pro Sports Better does great work for our friends at The Hammer, at The Hammer HQ on Twitter. Kanish is on Twitter. At Joey Kanish, 22. Kanish, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Hope you and your family had an awesome Christmas. Uh, before we talk games here, how did it go with the in-laws, with the uh, with your girl's family? And great to have you back on the show. Gentlemen, terrific football Thursday coming to you live from the City of Champions and live on site. In the MGM parking lot. How about that for an ad read? I don't get the fancy chef and cake like you guys get when you go there, but uh, I'm from in the casino parking lot, baby. Uh, You know, no studio here, but we're making it work. And fantastic Christmas uh, in God's country in the Midwest with the family. Uh, We we stopped by uh, grandma's, dad's, and mom's, uh, and three-hour drive each way, so... Joey K was uh was in you know cheerful joy of Santa Claus there. Uh, glad it's over. Glad to be back with you, gentlemen. In the MGM parking lot. Don't want to yell that too loud, Kanish. Lest MGM hear you, <laughs> then we don't know what happens next. Um, what do you? I I, th- I think we've talked about this Lions game a lot this week. So obviously, win the division, city of champions, whatever, all that stuff. Uh, also, the Pistons have lost like nine hundred straight games, and then the Lions come off that game, and I think the perception, Kanish, is like. Big time. Let Goff's crying after the game. Dan Campbell, like, we did it. Roar restored. People bet Detroit today, which is kind of interesting. Cowboys just four and a half in some places, five and a half in others on Saturday night. Uh, feel like a letdown spot to you? Would you ever bet your team on Saturday night in Dallas? Yeah, you know what? Luck, I, it's just they got uh, the, 
they're a healthy th- I mean, this is one of the things that you're going into the postseason that you can hang your head on is like, this team is so healthy. And I'm not talking about, you know, they take the vitamins. I'm talking about there's very few major injuries. Taylor Decker was back today. Gardner Johnson not back this week, but should be back before the end of the regular season. They just haven't sustained a lot of major injuries uh, that a number of the other contenders have. So I can see why people bought up the six. Um, would, would I jump in now? Eh, I, you know, I'll probably, uh, you know, maybe, you know, wait to, to the season finale there. But I can see I can see the value there of just that the team has very few injuries. Well, And if you want to say one thing for this week and for, you know, your hope going into the postseason is they're, they're almost 100% healthy and they could be back to 100% health before the postseason starts. So that's, uh, that's you know, the, the Honolulu Kool-Aid we're drinking here. Kanish, be honest. We'll get to the rest of your NFL bets. We'll get to the college football playoff in a second. When I tell you that there's a possibility, wild card weekend, first home playoff game in Detroit in 30 years, that coming into town to take on your team, Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Rams. How would you feel about that, Kanish, as a longtime, long-suffering, diehard Lions fan? Confidence, scared, bleepless, if it's Matthew Stafford as your opponent on Wild Card Weekend? Uh, I'll tell you what. You know what? If, and I already know people are writing, writing this story and seeing the matchup. And that. If you really want to change the culture and then the – that's the game you win. That's the game that, you know, if you want to change 50 years of league, you start it by winning a division, and then your old quarterback comes to town, and instead of letting you knock you out, you send them packing. So you know what? You got, we got the culture of the city. You got to get away from this. Oh, God, what if our XQB comes back and beats us? Bring them on, baby. Bring them on. Bring those L.A. Coastal Elite frauds back to where he belongs, where it was too tough for him, and let Jared Goff indoors. Indoors, where Jared, you know, he's not, thankfully, thank God there's a, a roof on this stadium. Indoor Jared Goff. Cook him. Come to town. Bring him on. Kanish, any other. Uh... Which is a great, great take, by the way. I'm just like, we want to play Stafford and crush him. It's like, ah, oh, cool. Okay, well, maybe you get that opportunity. Any other strong NFL takes? Games coming up this weekend? Something for tonight, maybe? Like, maybe you like the Jets at a big number? Whatever. Uh, anything on today on NFL? And then we'll do, uh, maybe we'll talk Michigan a little bit. I like the Broncos. I, you know, I played, so, you know, the, uh, the, the corniest show in town is finally out the window uh, in Denver. And I, backed up, I played some three. I think it's still mostly three and a half out there. I'd still play. I think the Charger team, you had like the one-week Staley bump, the long week, you know, the Easton Sick, they have their game. I don't think this Chargers team is any good. I don't think Easton Sick is any good. It was a team that, you know, Justin Herbert was having to carry over the fact that yeah, Easton Sick has one meh kind of decent game, and now Denver. And I don't think the downgrade from Wilson to Stidham is very significant. I'm, I'm here to tell you, I don't know. You know, there's a chance. It may not be a downgrade at all. Maybe if, you know, Stidham stays in the pocket and executes the offense, Russell Wilson trying to dance around like he's still 23. I mean, I, listen, I like the Broncos. I think they were playing better anyway. I, the Chargers have no reason to win this game or compete in this game. I think the, the letdown's there. So give me the Broncos. Like it at three, like it at three and a half. I uh, think it's a bit too cheap. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a tremendous football Thursday. Getting bets from our pal Joey Kanish from the Hammer. Kanish on Twitter at Joey Kanish 22. Kanish, uh, without further ado, 
New Year's Day, Michigan and Alabama. Michigan, a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the Rose Bowl. Total now, 45. What do you got and why? Uh, you know what? Listen, I, I got to go I gotta go to the well with the under here. We've talked about this game a few times. I give the under and one Joey prop is I, I just cannot see either of these teams. Like Alabama in the second half of the season played slow tempo. Michigan plays like military service tempo month off here both teams i think are going to kind of you know lean into to running the ball there especially michigan who couldn't protect the passer against any elite pass rush so they're gonna run 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 i i just i think this is one that should be you know 43 and a half or that if you've got a flat 45 that's an underplay for me that was kind of the buy number was waiting on it bounce back between 46 44 a little bit anything four to five or better I got to go the under. It's a defensive game. It's a game where I don't think either team's going to have a lot of success, uh, you know, moving the football consistently. And it's a day. Listen, Michigan does not have explosive plays. They do not. They, all year, the, the bugaboo for them was they didn't have explosive play. It's long, methodical drives, kill the game. I think they'll do the same thing here. Uh, so give me the under in this one. Kanish, I know, and people who have listened to your other appearances, I know you like Washington, and we share that opinion in the second game, that you think Washington's live to win, and, and DeBoer and the coaching staff. And I, like, I agree with everything you said there. Who like, who do you think is going to win the title? Like, I have a lot of Michigan. I don't know if I'm going to bet that game, but like, I need them to win for like my lungs in terms of a payout uh, in order to uh, to catch those bets, and I don't have the other three teams. I've heard a lot of people. We, had, uh, we just had uh, Tim Brando on, and he was like, I think – you know, like Texas, Washington, like Texas might be the most complete team. It just seems really wide open. You get a lot of different opinions from a lot of different people. Like, who do you like, really like water gun to the head? Who do you think wins the national championship? Well, so hopefully, you know, you told, uh, you know, Brando, Joey K said hi. But anyway, the I'll, I'll, I'll pivot a bit on this one and say that if you in the look ahead market, there's because there's they're basically everywhere now. You can bet the the championship game hypotheticals. I like Washington or Texas. And they just set the point spreads that are available current. You can get Texas plus three versus Michigan or Bama, most places, some places two and a half, and Washington plus six or plus seven. I bet both of those. I bet them in both hypothetical. I so the short answer is. I like the winner of this Texas-Washington game. And, and I, I don't know, again, very coin flippy in terms of who actually wins the natty. But if I'm getting this look ahead where especially like Texas plus three versus Michigan, Washington plus seven, no way those games close at that point, depending on, you know, how the semis can play out of here. But uh, give me the points with, with either of the Texas or Washington versus no matter who wins the Michigan or Bama game, and you can bet those right now. So uh, I took a few look-ahead positions on those already. All right, so that's those are Kanish's thoughts on the college football playoff semifinals. Bama and Michigan, Texas and Washington, even some early potential looks for the national championship. Kanish, any other bowl games that you're looking to bet here that, that you like coming up here over the next couple of days? You know, at, at, at current, I, I, I still think Ellis. And this is, you know, a dip down on the Jalen Daniels news. It bounced back a few points. Anything 10, or especially if you can get a 9.5 versus Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin team, it was a team that all year I thought the market gave too much respect, was overhyped. And LSU is one of these teams that you, you I remember in the Ed Orgeron, the final year, where, like, 
18 of their starters were hurt or preparing for the draft, they're still winning games in the SEC down the stretch because they got so much talent. It's a team where, like, even if you're missing a couple guys, you have Nussmeyer come in. They're going to have plenty of talent on offense. They don't have a ton of opt-outs. One of their young five-star uh, freshman guy looks to be back healthy again on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think Wisconsin can really take advantage of what, you know, they, they used to be this, you know, power run. The offense looked off all year. That Phil Longo, we're going to try and be spread team. It never really came together. Um, I, I just think LSU overwhelms them here. Too much talent, uh, and, and they can't really put up a number on this LSU defense that some of the other teams were able to. So give me the Tigers, anything 9.5-10, I still like it. Kanish, you were, uh, you were pretty vocal last night about – a series of uh, of bets that people made on Mikhail Bridges unders in the Nets game, uh, maybe was hinted that he wouldn't play his full complement of minutes, leading people to bet the unders, uh, and that was given out by a lot of people, discords and all this stuff. We can talk about like betting content at some point. Uh, what what should have happened in that situation? Like, are, I I get it. Like, you're mad because you bet. Like, and these people are whatever making a living off subscriber fees, which is like I guess not something to like thumb your nose at. Like, everybody's trying to make a living. Like. Were you, is this was this like fake Kanish outrage, or were you like actually pretty upset about what happened last night? Well, no, it, it, uh, I, no there was some real outrage because uh, I, you know, even though I made a nice sum of money, I would have liked to make a much much larger sum of money on on some of this news. And there was, and listen, I get it. This this is betting content twenty twenty three. Everybody wants the clout, they want to subscribe, and I don't thumb my nose that I'm as you said trying to make a living. It is what it is. But in these, that type of situation, that, that it comes along so rarely where if you have that info or that edge and you're not maximizing it to make a sum of money that it, it, if your first thought is like, oh, how many, how many clicks or engagement can I get on that? You're an idiot. Like, what are you doing? You have a chance to, like, make a – and I'm not going to say life-changing sum of money – but a sum of money that even the uh, you know the the best betters on earth would not thumb their nose at, and you're 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 not taking advantage of it to to you know get get a few subscribers in Discord. It's like if uh, you know yeah you have the chance to to win the lottery, you got the winning numbers, but you're gonna uh, you know give it out to uh, you know a couple friends down the street there to make a few bucks. I, listen, I understand it. I'm obviously on the other side of the fence. It's just one of those. It's almost like how, how can you not see the opportunity being presented in front of you? Um, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. So uh, I, hope, uh, I hope the guy who had it early, uh, you know, has a, has a nice, uh, you know, bring around the Discord or whatever he's doing now. Yeah, that guy I don't really have a problem with. The guy that I hate is the guy that taped the national anthem at rehearsal of the Super Bowl and tweeted it out thinking he was some sort of hero. I hope that guy has a terrible 2024. Kinnish, you got a random bet in the accounts for us to close. You, ding, ding, you know what the sound is, baby. Oh, Sharpen the blade, Joey on the... Fly, <laughs> baby, fly. Philadelphia Flyers tonight. Vancouver team been playing well. Highly overrated, though, as Lockwood and Lockwood Lock might not say it, but I'll say it, baby. <laughs> Flyers tonight on the ice. They get it done versus the Knucks. Kanish, uh, 2024 almost here. What's your one New Year's resolution in like 20 seconds? New Year's resolution for Joey K in 2024. Not one drop of caffeine 
and dusted for the entire year. Quit it about a month ago. Have been staying strong. No caffeine for the entire year. Going to try and make it through. Not a drop. At Joey Kinnish 22 on Twitter, the hammer on Twitter. My friend, happy new year. We'll talk to you next week. Gentlemen, enjoy it. Great to talk to you. Happy new year. Coming up next, coach of the year with Nick and Ken. You better, you bet. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. 20 minutes, our pal Evan Silva stops by from Establish the Run. Evan just sent me some bets, not only for tonight's game, for the Browns and the Jets, but also futures bets in the award yeah, markets. Yeah, uh, Let me see. Tough prop game, right? Uh, he's got two props. He has two totals for this weekend and then two award bets. What markets are the award bets on? Uh, MVP and defensive rookie. So he's taking a shot. I mean, he's definitely trying to beat both favorites. Don't tell me if I'm right. My guesses will be that he likes Josh Allen. Who the hell does he like in rookie? Does he like the Schrager guy? Maybe. Maybe he likes Will Anderson. Probably likes the Schrager guy. That would be my guess. We're now, like, I gotta tell I you, know. I saw that tweet from Schrager, who like I really respect and does a great job. He's yeah. like boys with Jason Light. It's like okay, man. To be to be fair, the the player that he's touting is like number one among rookies in sacks. So it's not like out of sure. nowhere. Like he's yeah, the but... leader among rookies in a in the most predictive defensive stat. So like, uh, I, uh, I don't think that guy's gonna I... win ever. But like it's it's not like hey, this guy wins because I'm friends with the GM and he makes up a reason. The guy's number one. Yaya Diaby. Uh, we'll get to Coach of the Year in a second. All our bets for tonight are coming up next hour on the program as well. But uh, one last, Jake, bring the music up. Uh, one last note of Defensive Rookie of the Year. Sure. Is should we, like we bet Will Anderson already at yeah. at unfortunate numbers given current market prices? Sure. I I kind of think I kind of want to bet him. Okay. Now. Is he going to get a? Uh... Do you, do you, well, like I got one, one footed Levis. That's what he's going to get as the quarterback he has to play against, too. And then, and then Minshew. <laughs> it's one footed like Levis a, and Minshew. That's great. What a way to I just, all, all I did, all yeah. I did was say his name and it was in it and it got a laugh. That's just, uh, that's the way Gardner Minshew works. You say his name and then people laugh. Uh, what is he at MGM right now? 30, 40? 30. They have the same number of sacks. Yeah, this was the whole root of the handicap. Like this, I, I, this was this is the three weeks ago episode of the show, except like there's only two games left. Like I, I wanted the long runway so that everyone would start saying this, and then it could really like seep into because like and then he got hurt. This is this is an obscure like we talked about like who the voters are. This is a rough one for people that like don't follow the sport like really really closely. And if you don't follow the sport really really closely. Carter's like, you almost don't even know who who else is eligible aside from Carter. It's like all you would get from listening to the games is that it's him. That's my concern with betting anyone else. But you're right. Like Anderson's a big name, could close strong. To be fair, like Carter could also start doing stuff again, which would be, you know, nice for him. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a flyer on Anderson. I just like, I'm a little bit like, what's the point? So like, what's, here, here's another thing. Let's say Anderson gets a sack against Levis, against one, one-footed Levis. So, like, he gets one sack and Carter does nothing. What do you think this market is next week? 
Anderson's Carter's still a big still, price, probably. Carter's still a big favorite, and Anderson's still a big price, but not as big. And, and like, clearly the only other non-Carter option. It's almost like off the board. Everybody else is off the board. And it's, like, Anderson 8 or something. My my point is, like, could you, could you like, it's in, in poker, it's like you... Uh, you like peel a card or you like take a card off like you get to see what the next card is and then you make your decision like do you wait a game knowing that like at least you're armed with the info that he's ahead of carter and he returned from his injury and looked good do you chance it and you still get like eight probably in that situation or and more. then you know you're in good yeah. i don't know has a question i i'm i'm not looking to take this off track yeah are you no, like actually no, because we have a lot to do. Yeah. But what do you think? Like what? Like what do you think the week eight, the Sunday night game is going to be next week? Well, they do a Saturday night game also now, right? Because Titans Jags was Saturday night for the division. Yeah, I mean, like Bills Dolphins is one of the most likely games. Texans uh, Colts is the other most likely game. Maybe it's right? Texans the... Colts Saturday next sure. Saturday. Yeah, yeah just night. the uh, it's like the Saturday four thirty playoff spot used to be in the wild card weekend. Here's your Saturday night AFC South game. On uh, on week eighteen, what's your, your point being? Like Will Anderson, we get a standalone game. Is that your, yes, your idea? Yes, and, like, and, and, okay. and like and like and like and there's never been a bigger lock in the history of locks than Eagles Giants being a one o'clock game, uh, sandwiched by nineteen other games in week eighteen on Sunday. Sure. Um, I have so much Anderson already. I just like, I don't know if I want to just jump back in on this. When he hasn't done anything new, he's just playing again. Like, that would well, be my no, thing. Like, I, I'd like to get that, some momentum that haven't bet this, and bet is a lesser it, is, it like, is it Anderson for a little bit now, or you think they should wait till next week, assuming that this goes well this week? Because, like, people are going to be like, well, I can bet 20. Why would I wait and bet less? Because I think it's, it's basically like, is what you're gaining from the game in terms of information valuable enough that you would, like, take a lesser price on it? And I don't know the answer, but I think it's at least worth considering. Like, you need this to have... There's no momentum in this market at all. There's We're going to do comeback player where there's a big favorite. There's a ton of momentum in that market already for you to bet into. Like, you, like that's going to be a thing. This may be nothing still. You'd, I'd at least like to know that anyone's even thinking about this. It's just a top... It's a, like, offensive rookie, the casual NFL voter can have a strong opinion because it's, it's like fantasy football stats and quarterbacks and that stuff. Defensive rookie is really tough, like... If you just already think it's a guy and you don't even know what the stats are, and I feel like everyone just thinks it's Carter, that's like a casual fan, without being like, hey, you know, like he's not actually doing anything. Like you know that that's happening, right? And I, I that's that's I don't know how the voter is on that stuff. Maybe you, you better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Thursday. All right, let's go to a Coach of the Year. We can revisit this what, obviously next week. What did week. you get about defensive rookie? Didn't you say you got a message from somebody about defensive rookie? That basically that like Carter's ahead right now, but like. But he's done nothing, basically. I right. think, like, if something happens in the next two weeks, he can lose. Well, I, so I, this, yeah, the, this whole market, the whole year has been, let's wait and see if, like, someone makes a case. And Anderson was starting to make one, and he got hurt. So the handicap is the same. There's just only two games left. And week 18 kind of tends to be, like, a fake not matter kind of a game for a lot of this stuff. So... It's just tough. Like, he might have one game to make this market interesting. So you're basically betting, like, will he have a sack or a multiple sack performance Sunday? I guess, you know, I don't know what that prop market is like. Some some places list sacks. Just that's, uh, it's unlikely. But it, the price is really large. So I guess maybe it's a flyer. I don't know. It's almost like, would, I guess, would you rather bet that than Nakua at, like, five? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's telling. It's funny because Carter, he's an incredibly vulnerable favorite. There's just no one else. Oh, and also, by the way, a couple of people said Witherspoon's like dead for the award. So it's like Carter or Oh, well, that's definitely true. That, but that's been true for a while, by the way. But there's, there's like, still that's, price that's the like, same, Anderson and Witherspoon. Right. Well, that, that's because it's like this happens a lot of the time. Like thought and effort is put into the favorite price. And then the order of the people who can't win is like never. It just it's never correct because like it's kind of who cares. And sometimes you can catch some a good price that way. All right. Coach of the year, Ken. Yeah. It, it makes my heart smile to, to say to say what I'm about to say. Kevin Stefanski at BetMGM is now your sole favorite to win Coach of the Year ahead of tonight's game against the New York Jets. Stefanski plus 140, Campbell plus 200, McDaniel and Steichen plus 650, D'Amico Ryan's 9, Harbaugh 11, McVay 18, Shanahan 20, blah, 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 blah. Um, I talked to somebody today who votes on awards who told me it's over. Kevin Stefanski's going to win Coach of the Year. The betting market now has him as the favorite, Ken. Thoughts on Coach of the Year ahead of tonight's game? Yeah, we we did this a little bit already, and we clipped the video and sent it out today. So I, I don't have to go into a ton of detail. This one, it's this used to take a long time to talk about. This seems pretty straightforward to me. Just everything like I hear, and we did this a lot. I, hopefully people listened last week, because this was like, I, I was way wrong, told you I was way, way wrong, and that we had time to correct the error, basically, and bet Stefanski big, because everything we were getting feedback-wise was not only that he was, like, ahead, but, like, way ahead and the likely winner, when it was, like, it was, like, a whoa moment last week when we got that information, and I, like, it's rare that I come on and be like, look, I was totally wrong, it's this other thing, and it was, and he won, and everybody else lost, and now the market has adjusted to this price. The video we clipped from earlier in the week is that I think that the Browns' money line tonight and Stefanski winning are the same thing. And that's aggressive because the Browns are like minus 350 to win the game and Stefanski's a plus price to win coach of the year. Uh, and you kind of even disagree with that little thing. Like maybe Campbell can still win. You're concerned about other coaches, which is a totally valid opinion to have, that you don't have to be as aggressive on this than I am. It sounds like based on that feedback that you got, I'm actually conservative. That's actually kind of what it sounds like, that maybe the win tonight is just a nice cherry on top. And that's where we are. Uh, I just, I have a strong, look, and I can be wrong. The Jets can win and I can go down in flames and everybody can tweet, ha, 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 you got it wrong. They got to make uh, the playoffs. Like they can't not make the playoffs at this point and he wins. They got to make the playoffs. Oh, I totally agree. I, I would just, I would, I would go with my original handicap. Just like, I, I think if they win tonight, it's over. I, that's just what I think. I think if they win tonight, it's over. Uh, the entire crux of Dan Campbell's case, we did this earlier in the week too, was he was going to do something historic, which is that the team hadn't won the division in a long time and they were going to do it. Okay, they did it and everyone's talking about Stefanski despite the fact it happened on Sunday. I think that's incredibly telling of where people are at for this award. You should have the most, the loudest Dan Campbell voices should be happening right now and there are zero of them and they're all saying Stefanski. So like, and you brought up a good point, like what if the Lions beat the Cowboys? It's a standalone Saturday night game. The market will definitely move on that game. I almost hope they win. Yeah, and you get to bet even more Stefanski if they win tonight, honestly, because it's the market's going to be like, no, really close. Be like, I don't know, man. Every person I talk to, everything I read, everything I listen to, every voter that does anything publicly, it's 100% this guy. And they're a seven and a half point favorite tonight. They can lose to the Jets. This is not a certainty. They can lose, and I'm more likely to lose a really large sum of money. They're also very likely to win, and I think I win when they win. So just view it that way. And if the Jets win, the Jets win. Like this, it's games are random. Crazy stuff happens all the time. They're just a big favorite. And he's not that big of a favorite. 
he's a plus price still. And I don't agree with that. And I've been betting him over and over and over and over and over again. And we'll see what happens. Uh, anything else on coach of the year? I mean, we could do like if they lose to the Jets, what's the craziest scenario we could envision? But I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend betting on anybody else right now, honestly. You could make a stike in case they go win-win and and Stefanski goes lose-lose. That's just very, very unlikely. And Steichen's price isn't even that long. And you need the Jets to win tonight to hit that. Honestly, you know what the, what the, what the, the chaos outcome is? Like Browns McDaniel, lose... Harbaugh, yeah. McVay. Rams went out, beat the Niners in week in week 18. And the Jets win. And the Jets win tonight, correct. Even that price, that parlay pays probably more. Also, it's not going to happen. Let's hope not. <laughs> Evan Silva joins us to start the Power Hour from ETR, coming up right after this.